0: Welcome to the Current Conversations podcast. I'm Savannah Hugdall, Gloucester County's public communications media specialist, and today we've got Chelsea Pierce with us. She is the victim witness director for Gloucester County. So welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Excited.
1: How long have you held this role with the county, Chelsea? Um, well, I've been in victim witness here for four years, but I think I've only been the director for two. Okay, I think. So you got some
0: experience before you moved up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's wonderful.
0: While this is definitely an important job, by nature of it, it's one that people don't see too much. It's just not, it doesn't have high visibility. So can you explain for people who might not have heard about victim witness
1: advocate jobs, what you do and for whom? So we work with all victims of crime. It doesn't matter whether it's like a a hit and run or it's a murder, we work with every single person that's impacted by crime. And we assist them by going to court with them, setting up meetings with the prosecutor, making sure they know what their rights are. We refer them to any services they may need to help them in their healing or help them leave an abusive relationship if that's what's going on with them. So anything we can really do just to be a support, that's what we're there for. Is this more for their court experience or is this for, you know, you were
0: a victim of a robbery and now you need financial assistance? Like what kind of help are we talking about?
1: Um, so we can kind of do both. We have community partners that obviously we work with like Virginia Victims Fund or Avalon, for example, that we can connect people with, but we really are for the court process. Like we're going to walk you through the system. We're going to explain how everything works, go to court with you, but also make sure that you have the other component. Awesome.
0: Um, when you're talking about victim and witness rights. Are there any rights that people have in Virginia that they tend not to know about until they come to your office and talk to you?
1: Most of the time, people don't know they have any rights. Um, They know about offenders' rights, like the defendant in the case, but they don't know that victims have rights. So we really explain all of them to them because most time people have no idea. So can you list some of them off? Um, yeah, so they have the right to be heard. So that can look like doing a victim impact statement during sentencing hearings. So telling the judge how this crime has impacted them. Also with the prosecutor. So coming into our office and letting them know these are the kinds of concerns I have, or I'm okay with this plea agreement, or I'm not okay with that. They have the right to be protected. So we walk them through a protective order process. We also give them a safe place to wait while they're before the court hearing. So they're not sitting in the hallway with the offender and all of their family. Yeah. Um, they have the right just to know what's going on. So we call them an update them at every single process, like every single step of the way of the process so they know what to expect and what's going to happen. That must
0: be such a comfort to people who are already having a hard time, you know.
1: Yeah. Um sure. I
0: was reading through the flyer online about, you know, victim and witness rights. I was seeing that there was a compensation mm-hmm. aspect of it. Can you tell me a little bit
1: about that? Yeah. So there's also the Virginia Victims Fund. Um, That's the people in Richmond. (laughs) They have a whole organization. They help everybody throughout the state that are victims of crime. So if someone's a victim of a felony, we can help them pay for their medical bills, counseling. We do all the paperwork and send it to Virginia Victims Fund, and then they're the ones that can provide compensation. Um, They help with funeral costs for um, families that are left with those bills after a homicide. But there's also restitution that we in our office can ask the defendant to pay for property damage or things like that. What about if you have to take off work to come speak at a trial? Um, So if it's a felony case, we can ask the Virginia Victims Fund to do lost wages. Um, That's really sort of the only recourse we have. We can't really ask that in restitution. Okay. But still, if if you're having to take off work, there is that safe net for you. Yeah, absolutely. So if
0: someone wasn't the primary victim, like they were maybe the parent of a victim who's a minor, can they still come to you for help?
1: Absolutely. We do that all the time. Um, we, we can't just talk to minors on our own. So we always reach out to the parents and have them a part of the conversation. If it's a situation like a homicide where somebody, you know, is the family of the um, deceased person, we help them, too. So really, anybody that's impacted by this crime, we can try to assist.
0: So you don't have to be the person was you know, specifically wrong to be a victim. Yes. Working with domestic violence victims in particular... Are there any heightened risks associated with people taking time off for the holidays?
1: Yes. any time that an abuser and the person they abuse, the victim, are home together in a situation like COVID was the worst for that, really. But the holidays, you know, it's heightened. There's family over. There's more reasons for people to be agitated and upset and also lose control over the, you know, the victim. And so it can be a really heightened time for a lot of domestic violence. There's also drinking. You know, everyone's together and celebrating. And so that's when things tend to get heightened and worse.
0: So what can people do if they're, if they're looking to the holidays and they're thinking, you know, this might be a time of risk for me?
1: really just think about safety planning like letting somebody you trust in your life know like this is I'm in an abusive situation so they can send a code word text if they feel like you know they're in danger or and also checking checking their social medias and Google and things like that making sure that they are safe and they're not being monitored by the person that they're with um, just so that if they do need to make a quick getaway they have that ability and they can you know search for somewhere safe and that person's not going to track them or follow them definitely when should people, reach out to your office for help, and how can they do that? Um, if they feel like they, you know, need a protective order, they can just come straight to our office. We're at the courthouse on the second floor in the Commonwealth Attorney's Office. Or they can call our phone number um, and we can help them that way. If we also reach out, so if you are a victim of a crime and a police report's been filed or they went to the magistrate and took out charges, once those come to our office, we'll start reaching out to victims too. So, But if you do need assistance and you don't want to, re- you know, haven't reported yet, you can always just come to our office and we're there. What's that phone number?
0: Um, 804-693-4995. Okay. If that's not right, we'll cut it out.
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's, I'm pretty sure it's right.
0: (laughs) Okay. So when the Victim Witness Advocates Office is able to help these people, what does that do for Gloucester community as a whole?
1: I feel like we're a good resource and it lets people know that somebody's in their corner. And especially like in DV relationships, you know, you feel like you're isolated and this defendant has all of their family and the support of the community because usually people find them very charming and they support them. And so we're just in their corner, we're their person to support them through this process and help them any way that we can. So you know you have a tool and a resource there for you.
0: I think that that makes everyone feel a bit safer, right? A bit more loved.
1: Yeah, I would hope so. That's the, that's the goal. We really just wanna be there to support them.
0: That's wonderful. Um, what does it feel like for you when you've successfully navigated someone through the process and they get these protections that they are entitled to?
1: It's so rewarding. That's that's what we wanna see is we wanna have that happen. That's the sole purpose of us being there. So when that happens, it's a good day and we're happy for sure. Are there ways people can get involved with your office? Yes, we're always looking for interns. It's part of our grant. We have to have intern hours. So anybody that wants to volunteer, we would love to have everyone come in.
0: What are the qualifications you look for for that?
1: Um, Obviously, we don't want you to be an offender, so if you have, you know, if you are an offender that's come through our office, that's probably not going to work out. We don't want you to have access to your own file or anything, Um, but if they're, you know, if you have, if you're a teenager, we just need you to have your parents say it's okay for you to be exposed to that kind of stuff, Um, but really just anybody in the community that's looking for hours for any reason, we're willing to have them in or wants to volunteer. What do your interns do when they're volunteering? Um, So they shadow us advocates. They also do filing and stuff, so they help. They look at what the files are. You can read court documents, so you learn how that works. Um, You'll just shadow us, so you'll go to court with us. You'll sit on victim meetings with us. You'll help us track restitution. Anything that we need, we tag you in so you can kind of see how stuff works.
0: That's really cool. It's a great way for people to learn about the legal system if they're thinking about maybe going on to law school or you know, becoming a, a defender in any way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just it's a really rewarding job. I think we all like we, we celebrate our successes in our office. So anytime something good happens, we all like cheer each other on, like we're just excited. Anytime a victim testifies well, like we're excited for them for that too. Just we celebrate the little things. It's anytime we can help somebody, we just want to be there for them. Last time I was in your office I saw that you had goodie bags kind of on the floor. Do you oh, do yes. What's that about? Um, So some of the churches in the area have gotten together and they've created these goodie bags for witnesses and for victims while they wait, while they're testifying. Because sometimes they're there all day and the food and drink machines in the courthouse are not the greatest and sometimes they're not stocked. So it's just nice that we can give that to them and say, okay, here, you have all this stuff while you wait and it's been a long day. That's really sweet. Yeah, it was really great of them. I know that you guys also have a podcast, right? So can you tell me about your podcast? Yes, it's called Victim Meet Advocate. Um, and so we just talk about the different aspects of the criminal justice system. We do a case study. We walk people through, like we talk about what potentially could happen during felonies or misdemeanors and what advocates are doing the entire time. Um, we try to give people as much information as we can. We also talk to different service providers. So you'll know that that's what exists in Gloucester County. Where can people listen to that? um, Spotify, Apple, really wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you for coming on and explaining a little bit more about your job. And we're just so grateful that you do it. And thank you for what you do. Yeah.
1: Thanks for having me.